Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of Man, We're Too Old for This, here on the Eternal Network. I'm your host, the experienced some called Jason, and with me today is... The Blurred Dawn of the Veil, the Todd Father. CDL113, the droid you're looking for. And today we're going to be talking about Shang-Chi. Going over the... Well, going over its box office and how Disney has been spinning things. Yeah. Todd, you want to start us off? All right. Before I get started, let me preface this by saying this is not a comment on whether you whether or not you like Shang-Chi, whether you think it's the godfather of comic book movies. This is merely about the spin about what it made its opening weekend. I want to preface that because anytime you tell the truth about what it made, people go off, well, it was good. Ain't talking about that. It's not against the cast. It's not against the movie itself. What this what what money. this act what this actually is is the truth about the money, and and it really shows you how how much control and power Disney has. Now, if you because we I talked to Tarky earlier about this and he was going into that and it's a common something where they go, oh it made half his box office back no. The movie flopped. The movie flopped. I know everything you see goes, oh, it, it was a hit. It was a hit. But when you read those articles and when you look at the numbers, the articles tend to be full of quantifiers. Quantifiers are basically things that you add to lower the bar. The movie didn't belly flop. They, Mar- Disney expected a belly flop. They expected this thing that it was going to pull anywhere between 35 and 55 million dollars. Which would have made it the absolute lowest grossing opening of an MCU movie ever. Period. Instead, it just flopped. It made, some folks say 71, I'll go with Box Office Mojo. Box Office Mojo said for its three day opening. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, which are the days that count, it made $75.5 million. That ranks it as the second lowest MCU opening since Disney took over, and it puts it at the 21st out of 25th lowest overall. It only beat Ant-Man, as far as Disney, Captain America, the first Avenger, the first Thor movie and the Incredible Hulk. They expected that it's they expected it to do lower than the Hulk. It still would have broken, even if it made 35 million, it would have broken the Labor Day record because the Labor Day record is just 30. Yeah, they, they talk about the Labor Daily record like that was actually anything impressive. Yeah, and it's not. We should probably specify that when we say they were expecting, that's because they talked about it in an investor's call. Right. Uh but what Disney did was, from a business standpoint, brilliant. Because what they did was they took a movie that had no buzz. The reason why it was forecast so low is there was no, no buzz about it. When the trailers would come out, nobody was excited for it. If you want to see excited, look at the Spider-Man trailer when it dropped. And it's like, oh my God, it's got, you know... Up team million hits in 24 hours. Shang Chi ain't got up team ain't get probably ain't got a million hits. Shit, out of his old, out of all the trailers. 
And even the excitement that you had about it was, ooh, that's the abomination. That's a problem, because the abomination ain't nothing but a cameo. <laughs> when you look at the toys, the toys were on clearance. Hell, three weeks before the movie came out. So nobody was interested in the merchandise. Nobody's really interested in the, in the trailer. And that's what they were looking at when they went, eh, this damn thing gonna probably flop. Just hardcore, less than Incredible Hulk kind of fail. I know, we'll put it on um, Labor Day, and we'll blame Labor Day. No. What they did was, they drummed up, they blew the racial dog whistle. Yeah. What you had was you had an investor's call where uh, Bob Chapek, the president of Disney, talked about Shang-Chi and basically said, we are going to experiment with the release of this thing. So instead of putting it on like they did with Black Widow, where you had a simultaneous kind of thing where you could buy it on Disney Plus for $30 and it was in theaters, what they did was they went, well, instead of doing that, we're going to release it in theaters, but we're going to shorten the time that it takes for it to, to come on Disney Plus. Where no, like Snake Eyes, when it came out, you know, Snake Eyes came, was on streaming like 25 days after it came out of the thing? Yeah. Shang-Chi's going to be on Disney Plus the middle of next month. It's a, they did a 40, it's a 45 day release before it hits streaming. That was what the man was calling an experiment. We just going to try this out to see how this works as far as the money goes. But what they did was they used that to create controversy, which anybody that's ever had a business class knows the worst thing you can do if you are running a business is if nobody knows who you are. All press is good press. So what he did was the, the lead actor, and you ain't telling me shit, and Disney blew the, the racial dog whistle. You had Simu Liu come out on Twitter and go, they calling this movie an experiment. And he's calling it an experiment. We going to shatter records and we going to break the ceiling. And, and what that is is that's the racial dog whistle. It's the evil white man has basically said this movie full of quote-unquote minorities is going to fail. And it's up to you as, you know, not racist to come out and support my movie. That's brilliant. Because it was a movie that nobody gave a shit about. That's the point. If you think I'm lying, if you notice, Bob Chapek never defended himself. Never. And he easily could have. All he had to do was release the transcripts of the meeting and go, See, I was not talking about the movie itself. I was talking about experimenting with the release. But he never did that. Why? Because the racial dog whistle works. The fun thing was, another thing that you will see in the things about Shang-Chi is it's literally what I said it was going to be. It was let's add a more favorable minority and stir with the Black Panther mob. Because you will easily find Simu Liu talking shit like he grew up, like his experience was akin to black people. Uh, I saw one yesterday where he was on Twitter going, uh, well, I grew up and I didn't see myself and I didn't have Asian heroes. You know, it was it was so hard. And I just hope Asian kids look at Shang-Chi, you know, and and feel some pride in this as if Bruce Lee, Jet Li, Jackie, Jackie Chan, Simu Liu, Donnie Yen, the 15 or 16 Sentai shows that they based Power Rangers on, Spectre-Man, Ultraman, Gotcha-Man, none of that existed. Bullshit. Every hero you've ever seen in any anime is Asian. 
They have their own film companies. They have their own superheroes. Get the fuck out of here. You did. It's awful damn funny he didn't have Asian heroes growing up, but my 50-year-old ass did? Bullshit. I'm calling complete bullshit. But what does that do? It's time. It's That was a racial dog whistle. Really not for other Asians, because they know that's bullshit. That was for black people. Because quiet as this kept, Black people are really your movie-going audience here in America. They ain't never going to put that out in a, in a press release because, one, black people don't get positive press, and, two, that would let black people know they had power over something they might want to flex it. Well, it, it also blew the whistle for you know, your, quote-unquote, minority groups, i.e. your you know, gay community, uh, other cultures, whatnot like that, because it's like, well, if... if they support us, or if we support them, they'll support us. And so you had that small Bruh. batch run out. Bruh, it was black folks. And the reason why I say that is what I was saying previous. Black people go to the movies. Oh, I'm not oh. disagreeing with you. Hold on, that. a lot. If you look on my wall, ain't no gays hyping it. Ain't no Asians hyping it. No, no. It's black folks basically going, ooh, ooh. Here's, and, and I will show you reasons I will show you examples to prove that it was a racial dog whistle to black people because every time he opens his mouth, he opens his mouth about Black Panther. Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure. Uh, he, he, another one of his, another one of his uh, Twitter posts was a shout out to Chadwick Boseman because if it wasn't for Chadwick and Black Panther, then, it, then I wouldn't have Shang-Chi. There wouldn't be no Shang-Chi without Black Panther, which is to do what? Mentally tie Black Panther into yeah. Shang Chi. We all in this together. Shang Chi is no more a spiritual successor to Black Panther than it is to Iron Man. No. It's not. I mean, hell, you could easily go. He could have just as easily went. Shout out to Robert Downey Jr. Because if it wasn't no Iron Man, wouldn't be no MCU. Wouldn't be no Shang Chi. So none of this. Is, that's that's what I'm trying to show you. Is none of this was is an accident. None of it's innocent. It's all marketing and game. It's it's gamesmanship. It's yeah. it's marketing. It's a marketing ploy that works because you got black folks running around. Oh yeah, I'm doing this. And yeah, like I said, look at my Facebook wall. It's full of folks caping for Shang Chi. But that's why. That's why they did it. The racial dog whistle works. And like I was saying before, it's because black people in America is your biggest movie going audience. If you don't believe me. When every black film that comes out, I don't care if it's Medea or Candyman week before last or hell, even that weird ass uh, horror movie we went to go see Overlord. Films with black leads tend to open number one because black folks go to the movies a fucking lot. Yeah, I agree, I agree with you. I, I'm not arguing but, with you. It won't, but we don't. But the trick is nobody will say it, but they'll use They ain't above using it. But nobody's going to say it because, again, if you tell that, that, then that tells black people, hey, we do have some power, which is, which is a whole nother thing. But that's, yeah. that's, but that's what they're using here. It's, you never hear Shang-Chi, the Black Panther, ain't somewhere in the damn conversation. But that's to mentally link that in your mind. Oh, see, it's Black Panther, and then it's Shang-Chi. That's the spiritual successor. And if... You know, if you like Black Panther and you support this, it's we all in this minority thing together. And like I said, and it's it's basically trying. That's the part that I find personally offensive, 
businessly brilliant because it's 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 bullshit. Yeah, it's literal bullshit. Well, when I was in school, I you know I took I got a, an associate's degree in business, and one of my teachers was talking you know about marketing, and he goes, "How many of y'all are familiar familiar with Pavlo's dog and the yeah. belt? You ring the bell, the dog comes. You feed the dog. Ring the bell, the dog comes. You feed the dog." Well, it gets to the point where every time a bell rings, the dog shows up whether there's food there or not. And he said, in marketing, you want to be able to ring that bell and have your customer or consumer or whatever it is, your base, come and go, oh, I'll, t- I'll have another, whether it's good or bad. Right. And that is what Disney has done with some, like, Shang-Chi, which soon to be with the Eternals, and, you know, some of these lesser-known mainstream characters you know like versus i you know most folks that don't know comic books they know who superman they know who batman they know who captain america the hulk iron man those are just characters that have been out there forever okay but if they're not into comic books they don't necessarily know who shang chi is they don't know who the eternals are unless marvel aka disney tells them right but they've established this oh bing. yes they put that Marvel banner on something and they have their advertising or they have the actors, you know, like, oh, they used the word experiment as that bell. Yeah. And it got people's attention. And they're like, what? Oh, there's controversy? What's the controversy about? Well, it's racial controversy. Yeah. And and the trick, and the, and I've, I've said this talking to people. I was like, hell, literally just look at it. He goes, oh, they think we're an experiment. And then we're gonna go. We're gonna shatter records and do this, and you know, break this ceiling. So I'm like, so you gonna punish the evil white man president of Disney by, by making, making him by making the movie that he figures is gonna be a flop a success, which puts money in his pocket. Yeah, that. Yep, that'll show it. But it's and and I will now. Let's go into the playing the games with the with the actual take of this movie. Remember when Black Widow came out, made over eighty million dollars on the weekend, and people were, and Disney was treating it like a flop. Yeah, they were like, "Oh shit, what have we done?" Scarlett Johansson starts suing because hey, we ain't getting all our money, and the theaters start going, "Hey, you released this damn thing on Disney Plus, and so we ain't getting all our money." And that was an eighty, over eighty million its first weekend. Yet Shang Chi's a hit with. Let's be on, with five million dollars less. Yeah, because when you will hear the because at first, and this is something that any of my friends on Facebook that follow me, you can look at it that I called it like Weeks at the begin. No, at the beginning of the week, at the beginning of the weekend, when I saw the numbers, I was like, "Yes, yeah, damn thing did flop." Let's keep in mind that when we say flop, that also involves, you know, Black Widow had a, what, $200 million budget? Yeah. What was Shang-Chi's budget? Somewhere around the same thing. Marvel ain't, Marvel ain't hardly putting out movies with under a $200 million budget, just for the special effects and all that kind of crap. Okay, okay. Shang-Chi was $150 million, so that's still enough to, yeah, okay. So, the trick, but the trick to that was twofold. They don't talk about what it actually made in its actual weekend. That's one. Because you were getting the first, it was getting the 90 million thing. Oh, it's the Labor Day thing. It made $90 million. Well, it's 90, it's $90 million was a work week. Wasn't a weekend. It was a work week. 
Because it came out Thursday. Thursday, Friday. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Five days. Days to make that 90 million. You know, Black Widow made 80-something in three. They ain't, they ain't rocking the same. And you thought Black Widow was commercially disappointing. What, what made Black Widow bad was because they released it both theater and the thing, and it cut into Scarlet. She didn't get paid because the way the contracts was written, she didn't get paid for the Disney, the streaming. But the trick with Shang-Chi is you have to go deeper than that, too. Is Disney not going to take L's? And if they told the truth, because, well, let me digress. We're talking about the opening. 75 million in its three, 90 in its five. And then when that wasn't really catching the thing, now it's like we're looking at it right now. Oh, it made 157 million points, 157.7 million worldwide, which was something that I called. I was like, they're going to start talking about the worldwide all the time because that's what they talk about when something stumbles here. Now, why do they do that? Why, why do I say that? Because if something, because America is still has an American mindset. So if it's a hit here, that's really all we care about. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Let me roll you back for just a second. You said Shang-Chi had made how much in its first five days? Uh, 90. I just looked it up. Black Widow, in her first five days, made 95.1 million. And it was considered what? A misstep. That's my point. If Black Widow is a misstep and made more, how is Shang-Chi a hit mm -hmm. with less? Well, with Black Widow, you get people kind of saying both. Like, there's one article that referred to it, you know, basically saying it was either 2021's most successful disappointment or its most disappointing success. So it was like, it's a middle-of-the-road sort of thing. Fact of the matter is, Shang-Chi is second from the bottom as far as the Oh, yeah. They're, they're hyping it up like it was a huge success when they didn't hype up Black Widow, yet Black Widow has just flat-out done better. And that's the point. If mm -hmm. Black Widow is a disappointment and a stumble... By their own admission, there's no way in hell Shang-Chi is a hit with less. That's the point. The reason why Shang-Chi is a hit despite being, despite making less is because Disney's not going to take L's. If you told, if, if we're going with the thing that Black Widow was a stumble, okay, it's a stumble. And then the next MCU movie comes out, does less. That's a diminishing return. So that's damn sure a stumble. On the other hand, and I mean, they're, you know, this isn't commenting on them playing the game. If you're Disney and you were expecting to make $35 million, you know, and it made 80 or whatever, you know, you're not disappointed. No, you're disappointed. Because, for, especially for MCU movies, that's still a diminished, from a business standpoint, that's a mm -hmm. diminishing return. That means every movie that I put out is making less than the one before it. Motherfuckers get worried about that in business. Yeah. Because when you start looking at, if you look at that shit on a, on a graph, it's going down. You ain't want the shit to go down. You want it to go up. Now, the reason why they're doing that is, like I said, Disney's not going to take L's. Because right now, the MCU has that Muhammad Ali, Mike Tyson, Ronda Rousey effect. You hear MCU, you think hit. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Mike Tyson was a monster in the ring. Until he lost. Once somebody beat him, people started beating him. Ronda Rousey was a monster in MMA until she lost. When people, once somebody beat her, people started beating her. 
the mystique of them went went before the fight. That's the MCU. The MCU makes hits. That's the mindset. Oh man, hell, they made a talking tree and a gun tote raccoon movie a, a success. MCU makes hits. From a business standpoint, that's what you want. You want your brand to be associated with hits, which means you can't start taking L. If all of a sudden you start going, hey, Black Widow didn't really, you know, it did all right. It was good for a normal movie, but for an MCU movie, eh. And then the next movie that comes out bit less than Black Widow, well, now, now your ass is starting to look invincible. Do you see what I'm saying? And it, as a as a commentator, you clearly don't care for this, but as an investor, what do you think of it? Oh, as an investor? Like I said, it's brilliant. That's See, that's that's the trick. I wasn't really going to say it online. I get paid either way. So, and that that was kind of the thing online. Well, you just want it to fail. No, because I get a, you know, if you go out and cake for it, and the motherfucker makes money, yeah, in a month or so, I get a, I get a dividend check. So, I'm literally talking against my own pockets here. But what I'm trying to do is put people up on game. It's, it's, it's manipulation. Now, you can listen to that and go, well, he just hates Shang-Chi. And if, you, if that's what you think, sweet. You go out and watch that shit five, six, seven, eight more times. I ain't telling you don't watch it at all. I'm just telling you the Disney's running game on your ass. That's, that's one of them kind of things where I go, I'm Morpheus. I'm telling you, hey, bro, you're in the Matrix. And you can either take the red pill or the blue pill. You can either go, okay, man, maybe they are playing me. Or you can go, well, fuck it, I like this steak. Yeah. You know, I don't give a shit which one of them you are because I win either way. Yeah, he's just letting you know, hey, they're ringing a bell. Whether you show up, right. that's up to you. Yeah, it's, and, a, it's on you. Basically, you know, for sure, if somebody was already planning to go see it, go see it. You know, we're not advising against that. But if you were only going to go see it because, well, they're talking about it like it's a hit, so it must be really good. Well, it may, it may actually be good. That's the trick. It may actually be good. That's why I started before I said this. I am not I am not talking about the quality of this movie one way or the other. I am merely talking about the things that you see and reported mm-hmm. that are bullshit. Just the, just the numbers and how Disney is playing with the numbers. Right. They are playing with the numbers and and it and truthfully it shows you just how much control a, a fucking powerful corporation has over what you see. Because like I said, it started oh it I'll give you another example. That Thursday showing it made $8.8 million. And it was Shang-Chi shatters records for Thursday opening at $8.8 million. Danny, when I if if you see that headline and just the headline, what do you think? For Shang-Chi character, yeah, that's good money. But for a Marvel character, that ain't No. When you when if I tell you that a movie take Shang-Chi out of it. Okay. This movie shattered Thursday night opening records with $8.8 million. Does that not say to you that this is the highest grossing Thursday night movie ever? Because it broke records. Yeah. That's, that's what it's implying. And that's the point. But when you look at the truth of the map, because when I looked at that, I was like, because like I said, not only do I invest in this kind of shit, I'm a fucking movie buff. I do this shit for 10 years. And, you know, it's, it's something that I look at. It's, it's a knack. When you look, when you looked at, 
The actual article, it's full of quantifiers. See, I knew when I read the headline that the headline was bullshit. If you just stop the headline, you think, oh man, this motherfucker made more money on Thursday than any other fucking movie ever. Because it broke it broke Thursday night records. And then I sat there and went, hold the fuck on. And I looked it up. Black Panther made $25 million on his Thursday opening. It's not the highest. The highest is Avengers Endgame. Avengers Endgame made six, over $60 million just on Thursday. So you know it ain't broke that damn record. Then, so if you went, oh, but it's after the pandemic. It ain't even the tops after the pandemic. That's Black Widow. Black Widow made $13.2 million on his Thursday opening. So what fucking record did it break? You start adding quantifiers. Well, it's it broke the Thursday night opening record of uh, all a, a majority Asian cast with the word Shang in the fucking title. It's bullshit. It breaks shit. It, it didn't even break the record for this year. It It's like my uncle who was in the military. He was a military intelligence. He always told me growing up as a kid, he said, when you watch the news or you read the newspaper or see an article, you know, an interview on TV, don't just look at the headlines. Don't just look at what they're telling you. Look at what they're not telling you. And, you know, like you said, you know, oh, it made such a, it broke records. Well, what record did it break? Uh, What's it going up against, you know, as far as this record goes? What, what, de- what determined this original record? You know, did it break any record, you know, or are they just saying it? Because the, the business uh, teacher I had, he said, the most brilliant uh, folks in the world can sell you a product and never show you the product in the commercial or in the advertisement. Yeah. And that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to sell this movie to you or any Disney movie to you for that matter without ever having to show you the finished product. They want you to go into it going, this is going to be the greatest thing since sliced bread and Betty White. And I would, and it will likely be the number one movie this weekend based on one, they've been telling everybody it's a hit. Two, they're still blowing the fuck out of that racial dog whistle. And three, what the fuck's it going up against? I mean, you know, I'm not going to lie. I'm going to watch the movie. I'm probably not going to go to the theater because of COVID, but it, when I get a chance, I'm going to watch it, and I'll probably enjoy it because I've enjoyed all the Marvel movies up till now. I've got I've got a Disney Plus, so, you know, when it comes out, I'll get around to watching it. Yeah, it'll, it'll be out the 15th, the 15th of October. I'll, I'll watch it. But, you know, it's one of those things of, I don't care what movie, book, show, whatever. The, oh, it's a hit. It's the greatest thing ever. I'm going to watch it and make that decision on my own. But as far as money, I can add two plus two and get four. I don't see seven or eight from two plus two. And that's what they're kind of advertising. Oh, it's this. And yeah, it's, don't, don't look over here to the left. Yeah, it's, you know, It's five. Two and two is five. And you go, no, it's four. Let me show you. One, two, three, four. Oh, it must be because you hate five. No, it's just because it ain't. Because it's just because it's four. Motherfucker, hell, I ain't got shit to do with it. Yeah, I mean. Well, we probably need to wrap up. So anybody got any last thoughts? Like I said, I haven't seen the movie yet. I'm looking forward to seeing the movie. You know, Eternals is the one for me that I'm kind of like, because I just, I was never a big Eternal fan. Shang-Chi, I've always enjoyed the character. So I'm looking forward to seeing it. But as far as the numbers that, they're telling you about this, this, and like, okay, yeah, I understand what, you know, ringing that bell to, to hype yourself up more. And like a boxer going into a match, I'm the greatest thing ever. You you can't beat me. It's Muhammad Ali spitting yeah. flow. And that's what they're doing. Uh, for me, uh, like I said, it's, 
My thing is, I don't give a damn about this particular movie one way or the other, but I, I will make this prediction for anybody that's, that's listening. Expect the same thing come Eternals. You are going to have some, con- they are going to drum up some controversy because that's another movie nobody gives a shit about. It's going to be something. It'll either be the gay thing, the black thing, the race swap thing, the gender swap thing. There will be some controversy about Eternals. What what Shang-Chi is teaching you and what it's taught Disney is that they can literally do add minority and stir. Expect to have at some point some Latino hero that they're going to open on Cinco de Mayo and it'd be the same shit and whoever and whoever Whichever hero they use, the stars of it will be referencing Black Panther and Shang-Chi as if everybody's in the same pot. I'm not going to lie. If they do a Living Lightning movie, I would go see it just to see what they do with the Living Lightning. Well, yeah, you know, expect Living Lightning on Cinco de Mayo and expect the star to come out and go, you know, if it wasn't for, if it wasn't for Black Panther or now if it wasn't for Shang-Chi, you know, I, I couldn't see myself in movies ever and, you know, if they ain't fired Bob Chapek by then, I expect that something that he said will be horribly racist. And you should go out and see this movie to teach that old lion white male son bitch a lesson. So anyway, I think we're going to cut it there. If you noti- if, if you noticed these games before we pointed them out to you, or if you disagree with us, either way, you can drop a comment below. You can contact us at thenerdeternal at gmail.com. You can contact us on Facebook. Just look up the Nerd Eternal. If you'd like to support the channel, you can like and subscribe, share it with your friends, or go to our go to our uh, webpage, thenerdhome.com, where we've got a link to our shop. You know, we sell some t-shirts and whatnot. Anything you want to do to help us is deeply appreciated. So until next time, I've been your host, the experience at some called Jason, and with me has been... CDL113, the droid you're looking for. And the blurred Donald DeVille trying to teach you the facts of life. The Todd father. And we will see y'all next time. Bye-bye.